Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hey guys, welcome to the Enlighten Up podcast. Really glad to be back here with you guys. Um, a lot has happened and I have a returning guest. I have Zach Voorhees here with me. Zach, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Hey, Nicole, good to be back. <laughs> it is such a crazy world that we're living in right now. Oh my God. It's every day. It's just crazy. Now we're going through a digital ethnic purge by all the big tech companies. Yeah. So you're still up on Twitter. That's great. Yeah, I've taken a sabbatical. I'm going to stop tweeting in hopes that um, the angel of death passes over. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 I, I got nuked the, the, the first day everyone was getting nuked. Um, but I was also going pretty trigger happy that day. So um it's been it's been a wild mean? ride. Well, meaning just I was like retweeting a lot of stuff and um, retweeting accounts that were one of the bigger ones that got banned instantly. So you're like, I dare you. I dare you to, to ban me. I dare you. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was going to come in that fast. <laughs> yeah, you know I what? I have a small Twitter account. I only have like 1500 subscribers on Twitter. So I didn't think it was a big deal. Um but clearly, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I've talked to people who almost never do, and they've been taken off as well. So, I don't. I, I think their algorithms are looking deep for people. <laughs> yeah, I think you're on a commie list. <laughs> and how crazy is that, right? So you were actually there last week, and I. I we kind of have to use some code words here because. I need to protect this channel, but everyone in the in in on my podcast and on my channel knows kind of what's been going. Which you were there on the sixth, weren't you? I was, yeah, and I was adjacent to where the hot action was going. Uh, I was at a field uh, preparing to give a speech, and I'm like, "Why are all the cop cars coming down the street? What's with all the fire trucks?" And I then I started asking people like what was going on. And this one guy gave me like this amazing description. He's like, yeah, it was fake people that were dressed like Trump supporters. And I was like, what really? Can I get that on camera? So I just like turned the camera on him and, um, and uh, then he like basically gave me this speech about what was really happening. And I threw it up on Twitter and it went like super mega viral. And it ended up on uh, really Giuliani's like podcast about, what really went down and so uh and now there's like a big investigation about like who all the spooky people were there is so much spin being put on what happened that day and i have to say that the media whatever they're doing it's really working in some regards like there are people who are really scared about people who support the dawn <laughs> you know <laughs> like and it's it's kind of crazy. So 
So what was it like getting there for you? And for everyone who's new, like uh, who maybe doesn't know, Zach, you you connect, you and I connected shortly after you went um, on Project Veritas last in 2019. Right. I blew the whistle on Google's censorship and told everyone that they're they've got this like AI censorship weapon that they're unloading onto the public. And then like, of course, the mainstream media is like, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. And then, and now it's less like, okay, well, it's it's obviously that's exactly what they're doing, and they're they're admitting that they're doing it, and they're like, but it's a good thing. The censorship is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I don't understand how we're how we're the commies when we're wanting to be able to speak freely, um, but it's it's kind of a really an upside down world that we're living in right now, and I feel sometimes I do feel crazy because. It's it's gotten to such a clown kind of level that it's sometimes you almost have to pinch yourself. Like, am I really living in this right now? Yeah, I found one thing that actually really grounded me a lot. Oh, my God, it's been so therapeutic. And that is to read about all the communist purges in all the different countries in the world. And then I'm like, oh, of course, this is what this is what we're doing right now. The military is setting up for a communist purge. And when you do a communist purge, you need to get rid of the actors, the corrupt politicians, the corrupt religious leaders, the corrupt writers. Um, and uh, and that's, that's what we're gearing up for here. And right after I came to this revelation, I like was watching um, Scott Adams. I want to show you a little clip. We're going to do it old school. I'm just going to like show you from this. Mm-hmm. But listen to what this guy says, okay? It's super freaky, okay? You you ever listen to Scott Adams? Yeah, I have. It's this same technique someday, and it might come soon. Let's see if we can rewind this. Come on, rewind. Here we go. Why does it keep... Uh... Same technique. By the way, I plan to use this same technique someday, and it might come soon. Someday, I'm going to be accused of something so insanely ridiculous. And if you hear me not deny it, you'll know what I'm doing. Because <laughs> it doesn't mean it's true. It just means I've decided it's funnier not to deny it. So if you see that happen, you'll know what's happening. You'll be on the inside. Yeah, so something insanely bad about him is going to come out here very soon. And he's just going to not even acknowledge it. Now he's not going to deny it because he thinks it's going to be funny about how you know untrue it is. Someone's getting their blackmail released. We are about to hit a communist purge here in the United States, and I feel that I'm a little bit early in this like realization, and that the rest of my right wing friends are uh, still in panic mode. You know, they're like, oh, the sky is falling. In fact, my friend, Coach <laughs> Lee, right now, she's, she's trying to hit me up, trying to get me to call. She's like, call me back, call me back. I'm scared. And it, look, guys, this is not something that's like unprecedented. Almost every single country in the world has done a communist purge in one time or another. The difference this time is that it looks like there's going to be a coordinated multi-country communist purge that's going to all happen at the same time. Vatican went dark two days. Iran just went dark. Airspace over D.C. shut down over 18,000 feet. Um, 
And so, and then my mentor who works in DC was like, Hey, this is going to be the last message I have. Um, I'm going dark for a month. I'll see you on the other side. And now general McCurney, he came out and he said, yeah, we're in a, we're in a war with China. And right now we're in the information war phase. And after the information lets up the information war phase, we're probably going to get into a hot war because when the countries decide to do war against you, like world war three, um, they're going to, you know, it, just because you defeat one, one of their forces doesn't mean they're not going to unleash their heavy duty firepower. And now what's interesting is that like zero hedge is reporting that Toyota, that the Toyota plant in China has shut down because they can't get any uh, like little processors that they use to run their cars. And yeah, there's a global supply shortage. So if China can't get their supply of semiconductors, then that means that there's some sort of weird thing that I don't know about. Maybe it's a shortage or something, but the um, Taiwan is the single source supplier for all these little tiny chips. And if you've noticed that Pompeo has just mm. announced that there's no restrictions now on the diplomatic relations that the United States can have with Taiwan. So I think what's going to happen is that this hot war is going to come out and the hot war is going to be over Taiwan. China wants it. They want the factories. They want the they want the four nanometer chip manufacturing stuff, which no one else on the world in the world can do. Not even Intel. Intel's at 14 nanometer. Okay. The the Taiwan semiconductor factory, which is uh I mean, it's the nationalist Taiwan semiconductor factory, and it's world class. They put, I mean, nothing else even comes close. They're producing at four, not 14. So uh, one quarter the size. It's incredible. So I think that we are on the cups of, I think the purge is going to happen. And then as the purge happens, we're going to transition to a hot war. But the thing is, is that we're not going to lose our country to these goddamn communists. That makes me happy. In me, fact, yeah, I've been eating more. I like, I, I bought out, I bought a six pack of hard cider and went to town like it's time to celebrate because it's clear uh, we are about to uh, face some amazing times ahead of us. I, I agree with you. I um, I see good things on the horizon. I just see it getting really ugly on the surface before we get there. Um, and, 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 that, and that's the other thing. It's really, you know, today or I should say even the last two days, I've made it kind of my purpose to disconnect as much as I can from everything that's really kind of going on because it can really take you for a ride. And uh, I just, I mean, look, um, the Don, he spoke today and he looked cool as a cucumber and he said a few interesting things in his speeches. And I was wondering what you thought about the one where he talked on big tech and he said, you know, it was a really bad move. But, you know, when you make a really it was a really big mistake, basically. But, you know, when you make a really big move like that, there's counter moves. And he was insinuating that they have a counter move for that. Uh, what are you what are your thoughts on on all of that? Uh, it's all going to be nationalized. Uh, the, and the reason why it's going to be nationalized is it's going to be in response to China nationalizing all of their tech. And they just started right now. China just did a huge move on the global chessboard by announcing that they were nationalizing Alibaba. Okay. Really? Yep. Jack's, Jack Ma has disappeared. The CEO has disappeared 
for over a month. We don't know where, he, where he's at. And now China's like, yeah, we're going to absorb um, and nationalize Alibaba. Wow. Yes. That's huge. Yes. That's like, that's like big, huge. So that means it goes under sanctions now, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There have been a lot of very interesting moves that I don't think people are putting enough weight into, like, for instance, Pompeo being in Taiwan and, and you know, moving forward with them and removing any sanctions and, and allowing them to trade freely. Uh, that's a huge, um, <laughs> for lack of a better word, kicking the nuts to China. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's just, there's a lot going on. For instance, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in what all of the, the drama and all of the, the words being used and all of the so-called action being taken uh, against uh, 45. And no one would be doing that so close to, <laughs> let's just call him Joey Basement, going into inauguration. There's no way that, they, like, there's just, there's so much panic there. And obviously, you know, with the Vatican going dark, Berlin went dark, yeah. uh, Pakistan went dark. Yeah. Uh, all of those were involved in the uh, November 3rd um, big day where everyone was out there voting. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's just very interesting that when the affidavit was leaked from Italy, that all of that, what happened. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and now that they've done the raid, um, since then, we've learned today that the doctor to the Pope is dead. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, doctor to the Pope is dead. How did he, how, how did, how did he die? He died of COVID-19. Oh, come on. Yes, seriously. Well, so isn't, you, isn't that the, uh, the boogeyman of the year? <laughs> it is. It really is. It's their get out of free. It's like, oh, he didn't. It was an assassination. It was uh, COVID-19. So the last time something like this happened was Trump. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Bush's HW. Uh, is that his name? George H. Yeah. George HW's personal doctor died. And then a month later, they're like, oh, yeah, Bush died. So I think that we're going to get an announcement oh, of a dead pope pretty soon. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we're talking about the one. OK, wow. That is interesting. Okay, that's a great correlation. I did not know that, and I did not draw those dots at all. Yep. Hey, by the way, any doctors out there, if you're giving medical care to a prestigious royal individual, uh... <laughs> time to uh, jump ship. <laughs> yeah. Might want to do some research on who you're giving medical care to. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So there's, it's, it's surprising to me, you know, how much is being, well, no, it's, I shouldn't say it's surprising to me, it, but it is surprising to me. I'm going to lie. I am surprised how much is being suppressed that's so in your face obvious from people so that they can't understand what's actually happening right now. Like the severity and the gravity of what's coming forward. Do you believe that, um, Congress was served on the 6th before the certification with the affidavit from Italy? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I haven't heard that. 
um, until now. Have you heard that? Is that what you're? I have heard that, and that that is what put them all into treason because the affidavit shows that there was obviously admittance to clear um, fraud that was through the satellites of the Vatican. And um, that knowing that they can't certify because then it becomes a fraudulent certification. I don't think that Mike Pence and um, uh, and the, Nancy Pelosi are free actors anymore doing uh, what they want. I think that this whole thing was staged. The more we find out about those mysterious people uh, at the insurrection the more we find out that there's a lot of special forces we now count up to three special forces members busted in right and they stole they took a laptop mm-hmm. so um it's pretty clear that the patriots are doing are, are working um i think also that nancy pelosi and mike pence are um are cooperating witnesses it came out that mike pence was part of the coup to get rid of the president when he was a candidate in October, 2016, they're like, let's use rule nine. I think is what it was called to get rid of the, the hint that they were going to get rid of the president um, as a candidate. And so I think that all of this information has come out and I think that they all got um, presented with their evidence and I think that they're now working for the military intelligence to do a sting operation on China and bring China down. And I know that Nancy's got something over her now. Um, Apparently in 2017, the president gave her a visit. And this is coming from some insider knowledge that I have, like friends of the friends of the family and um, Trump paid her a visit. And after that, she was never really the same again. And uh, the family and the family, the extended family members were wondering whether Trump had something over Nancy. And then shortly after that, there was like, I think it was 2018 or something. There was like a decision of who's going to be the next speaker of the house. And then Trump went from stopping hating Nancy Pelosi to saying Nancy Pelosi is the best person for the job of speaker of the house. Remember that? Yeah. Nancy Pelosi is running for Trump. The Patriots control everything. The military controls everything. They got them by the balls. All of our political leaders, 80% of them have blackmail dirt. And those, and that blackmail was sitting on places that weren't that secure and the Patriots have it all. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the justification to do basically a reset of our own. Um, the globalists, the Chinese, they want to do their reset. They want America to go under uh, to give up their sovereignty and go under their reset, but that's not what's going to happen. We're going to, it looks like we're going to um, get rid of all the global institutions, but before we do, we have to catch them cold handed. Or else history won't be, won't remember it that well. They'll always be like, oh, they had a lack of evidence. It's always suspicious. Like go and read the, the, the communist purges that happened in 1967 Greece or in Indonesia in the fifties. And, you know, the, the, the communist Wikipedia is very good at spinning horrible crimes that they were committing in those countries. Okay. And they almost like, like in Greece, for example, they gloss over the part that a temporary transitionary government had taken over 
and that the junior officers in the military revolted because they found out a plot to steal the election by by vote manipulation. And so the thing is, is that if you're going to catch a criminal cartel, the deep state, do you do it before the election happens or do you do it after the election happens if it's the military? Because remember, the military doesn't care. Ultimately, it's up to the military. The military is like, you know, the, the civilian government almost is, almost works at the pleasure of the military. Um, the military doesn't like to run the society because of like, it's complex. So they just delegate it to a civilian government. So I think what's going to happen is that they're, they're, they're going to come out. They're going to catch them all. It's, and then because, you know, the government ultimately owns the FCC and can tell them what to do. The F the, the broadcast channels are just going to play all the evidence on a loop. And they're going to come out. They're like, Oh, well, actually these people are really bad. They've done really stuff. And that, gets us back to Scott Adams saying, Hey, something really, really bad may be shown. And I'm just not going to respond to it because it's so laughable. Wow. So this is something though, that I've been hearing as well, uh, that uh, a lot of people that people are following and think are doing really good work are going to be exposed for things that people are going to be so shocked of. Yeah. Right. And it's, I mean, and it's on both sides of the aisle. It, I think everyone's going to be shocked. I don't think there's, this is going to be something where it's just uh, people who believe in one side and, 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 and only they're going to be shocked. I think it's going to be across the board. Yeah. And I think that's, we're going to probably get like 20% of what's going to come out. And I think that some of the other things are going to be so destabilizing that they're going to hide it. Um, also, deep fakes are getting really good. So I think that if evidence ever starts surfacing, they're, they're just going to say, oh, it's a deep fake and have that plausible deniability. In fact, I think that part of the reason why they're doing this deep fake stuff is to like prevent the backlash. You know, they think they got the media, so the media will just give them cover and say, oh, all that. There's a bunch of fake blackmail flooding the Internet. What is some what are some of the key things to um, know if it's a deep fake or not? I mean, you can't tell. There's I mean, no I, way. There's no way of like going into anything of, of understanding if that like video is a fake or not. That's right. I mean, the only hope that we have is that the deep fakes are being trained on images of high quality, but the, a lot of these videos may be VHS or lower quality. So the deep fakes won't be able to work as well. Oh, but gotcha. Gotcha. That's our only hope. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. <laughs> there is so much it's like i think you taking that sabbatical is probably really good too for just for your like well i mean aside from just trying to avoid um the angel of death there on social media um it got it's got to be a little bit good for your sanity too in some ways right like just being in a chill place and and having oh, your heart cider all the time i'm posting all the time i'm posting on gab i'm posting oh, to my friends so are you getting on gab because i've been there for a couple of years and i've had a really difficult time getting on the last day or so yeah it, it's been on and off um and most mostly right now i've fallen back to telegram that's yeah. it's basically the social media site that i'm using yeah, now yeah so um for everyone who's watching definitely get on gab as soon as you can get an account uh, because, well, it's really, it's, it works. It's a great platform. Andrew's done a really good job, Andrew Torba. 
Um, and he's he's put up a really good fight against um, all of basically big tech, banking systems, everything coming for him, trying to take him down. And I know that a lot of people are, well, the media is trying to push them as a, like a white supremacist uh, website, but it's only because it's free speech, which means what well, you're going to see some of that stuff on there. Doesn't mean that you have to look at it or believe it or I like follow it. And I think that's kind of one thing that I just don't understand with our society is how we've become so complacent and so dependent on other people controlling what we see and what we can't see and having some like it's almost like we all need our, the government to be our parents say, ah, you can't say that now stop fighting and like go to your room. <laughs> it's like it's that kind of mentality that people have when it comes to information and, re- and how to receive it. Yeah, it's um, the transition has been really interesting. It's like Tom Moreno of Rage Against the Machine was talking about Rage Against the Machine in the 90s. And now he's transmogrified into the rage against the rage of the machine, right? He's like, how dare those people be in threat? It's like, dude, your band name is literally Rage Against the Machine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you see where people unfortunately have their probably forced loyalties. Um, I mean, everyone in, in music industry, Hollywood, for the most part, their hands are tied. Unless like they're basically committing social suicide, so to speak, or potentially going to jail like way faster than where they where they want to. So I'm curious, you've got um, how's how's the lawsuit going? Oh, we're punting as far as we can because the situation has deteriorated really quickly. Um, We've become more destabilized. Um, our next step is going to be the Ninth Circuit, but I mean, everyone is lost that has gone to the court, including this like election thing. And so now we're all of a sudden we're like, holy shit, we thought that it was like this corrupt, but now it's like actually like this corrupt. And, yeah. and if Biden is going to be the president, then the chances that a bunch of uh, white supremacist, insurrectionist, rioter terrorists getting you know, winning a lawsuit against Google for banning them for being riotous, insurrectionist, white supremacist rioters, then, yeah, the chances are not good. And uh, so we're going to punt because we think that this communist purge is going to happen. And at this point, I think that social media may even be nationalized in response to what China is doing. So if that happens, then I think that our court case is going to be a lot easier, especially if, you know, there's all these charges of Rico and maybe some other findings of fact, and, you know, maybe someone else gets a, gets a win and we can like point to that finding a fact in the lawsuit that they did and say, Hey, look, someone else has a, some other judge has a legal opinion that Google is a monopoly and that they've been malicious. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see what the next steps are. If Biden wins, I'm just going to like resign. Like there's still a pile of money there to like go forward, but I told everyone that I'll be uh, it's going to be so low on the priority. My my priority will be getting a suitcase and flying out to Mexico or something and trying to get away, uh, possibly to um, you know another country like Iran that opposes the United States and is fearful of them. So you know, um, which, which would be fine. I think the people there are probably and like 
I, I don't know anything about Iran other than I really like the people. Like one of my best friends is Iranian. And he's like, oh, man, like Iran is so fun. Everyone that goes there loves it. And you hear all these bad things like, oh, they're so bad. But then everyone's like, no, those people know how to have fun. So um, and the thing is, is that they call, you know, America the great Satan. And then if, uh, and if the communists take over, I'm going to have to tend to agree with them. So we'll see what happens in the next 10 days. Well, there's always Poland, too. Poland's uh, going up against big tech censorship right now. Yeah, I think I'd love that. I like the Polish. They're, wo- yeah. they're woke and hungry. I mean- <laughs> yeah. um, well, either country, you're going to get good food wherever you go. So <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, you posted on Twitter a day or so ago, maybe it was two days ago, the video of Lindsay in the airport uh, where he's walking with the mask down and you asked everyone, what do you think about this video? There's something really interesting. I'm wondering if you guys spot it. Um, and I'm assuming you were talking about the flip phone. Yeah. So what were you trying to point out there with that, with everyone? I don't know. It just seemed like he was being perp walked. Oh, you thought that? Yeah. I was like, is this guy being perp walked? And, and so I was, but I didn't want to say that because it sounded like, like, you know, people are, some people are harassing people, other people right now. So I put that out there and sure enough, it was like another third of the people said, he kind of looks like he's being perp walked, right? Because he's sitting there just looking at his phone, you know, and the cops aren't trying to like bust anyone else away, but they've got their hand on his back. And I'm not saying that, that, that he did get perp walked. I'm not saying that he got arrested. I'm just saying it kind of looked like he did. And so I want to put it out there on Twitter about what was going on. But, um, you know, I recognized a couple of the people that were, that were yelling at him. And I know who they are. And I know that they're bad actors. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So I think it was a clown op. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Man, there's so much of that going around, like so much shady disinfo kind of setups like happening. Yes. Yeah. And like one of them was being spread was that all the generals gave up on Trump. That was like spread in some private call and then it just went out to everyone. And and then one of my people that calls me all the time and which I allow because he gives me money occasionally he was like he was like oh my god i had to like come out of my thing i just i almost vomited in my car like it's all over for trump the communists are going to take over and i was just like who told you that And it was like someone important that you would recognize and so i I went to that person i was like who did you hear that from and then like found out and i was like okay this is a psyop to demoralize demoralize well i think it's a psyop for china because Here's the one thing I've been able to reliably figure out. I can't make any predictions about what Trump's going to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like zero for 10 of the last like things <laughs> in the last year about what I predict that Trump's going to do. And he doesn't, he doesn't do it. So, you know, what does that mean? Well, at least you're consistent. <laughs> yeah. So at this point I'm like, okay, well, um, all warfare is based on deception. Mm-hmm. So what's happening right now is the inability to predict what Trump is doing, I believe, is intentional. Mm-hmm. 
And Mm -hmm. so right now we're getting like conflicting signals and it'd be better for the American people, of course, if they got a consistent signal, like, don't worry, this is going to be all right. We're going to do a communist purge. People would love that. But the thing is, is that then China would know what the patriots are really up to. And we are in World War Three with them right now, just in the information warfare state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, it just we we need to we need to, like, trust in the president. We have to trust that they would not do the things that they were doing in order to get us into a communist. And the thing is, is that when it comes down to it, do you really believe that Trump was able to lie and fool us for the last four years? I know. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. I think it's I mean, a real deal. I think it's I think it's a possibility that's so far out there. I, I always leave room for possibility with anything, but it's so far out there, I just I, I, I can't see that happening. Um he's just I think he's just been a gazillion steps ahead all the time. So you're saying, which is interesting, because I I haven't really heard it from this perspective before. What you're saying is, is that you believe everyone's in on it right now to take down China. Yes. I believe that the storm ended in 2017 and they got all the political players and they said, we got it all. You got to work for us. And then you don't. They get to keep some of the grift that you've been working on for all those decades. Hey, Nancy Pelosi, you want to get all your assets stripped and end up a disgrace to your family? Or do you want to keep some of it? And uh, work with us. And then you get to, uh, then no one knows about what you did to that person. Hmm. That's interesting. I think she would go for the latter, especially if China has got no hope. I know. Wow. So that's definitely um, one possibility that I think, you know, considering what we're seeing playing out, I, I could see that as definitely a possibility. So... Do you feel then that big tech is part of that? Or do you think that they're with China? See, I think that it's kind of a hybrid of both. I think that some of the actors in within the company have puppet strings attached to them and that America placed its own puppet strings and now they're fighting back and forth. So I don't know what's happening in the private sector. I do know that in the government sector, there tends to be a lot more um, integration with the other branches, the military branch, the judicial branch, you know, the investigative units. And so I think that the, I think that it's easier to put the puppet strings on the government officials if you're the government. I think it's harder to put it on Google. Um, I do think that Google's, if Google's really that much of a controlled asset by China, then they're just going to do whatever move it is that they're going to do that they think that it's going to win. Um, but no, I, 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 no, if I consider all the evidence, I'm going to, I'm going to make the prediction. I think that the high level people at Google are also uh, like under the control. And the reason why I say that is because Every single day when I worked at Google, I would check to see if the Q accounts were going to go down. And the Q accounts never did. And the one time that someone filed a bug, 
saying we need to get rid of this Q account. There was a, you know, there was like a, you know, day two, day three, and things were happening. And then someone like jumped into the thread and said, there's been a policy change. And we're not, we're, we're no longer going to remove this account. And I went, that's weird. Why would they do that? Um, so uh, I, the only, the only reason that makes sense is that they allowed all these things to flourish so that they would have more of a draconian purge and um, that would piss off enough right-wingers so that when they rolled the tanks in, finally, the right-wingers are like, oh yeah, thank God. Because if they're going to do a martial law, it's going to be a lot easier if people beg for it rather than thinking that everything's fine and then the tanks roll and they're like, what's going on, right? Then it's civil unrest. Then it's going to be illegitimate in the eyes of the UN. If it's airtight, then the, when the globalist media systems say no, then all someone has to do is look at what's going on with all the evidence and they're going to be like, you're a liar. You're lying to me. These people did really bad things. And it's going to be hard for them. And that's, it, that's, that's the long term of what we have to deal with. Like if the UK, if the EU remain under corrupt powers, then the long term, what we have to do is we have to show that they're pushing fake news, which deters them from doing it. Or they're going to have to like put down an iron curtain in order to censor that sort of thing. And I would be surprised that they, I mean, they're obviously putting down an iron curtain right now, you know, um, and now Germany is kicking people off from Twitter in the United States because their tweets don't comply with German law. You know, so obviously it's not going to work. The EU is going towards a socialist dictatorship sort of thing. So we're going to have to cut them off from our social media sites and then let the government uh, deal with that. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm going to assume that if you, the EU doesn't turn itself around, that's going to be more like China, which aggressively, you know, censors. So, um, and that, that makes me sad. I really do hope that the other countries follow the footsteps of the United States. And when we do our communist purge here, that they are inspired to purge their own bad people because there's a lot of them. Right. Like, let's 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 be real. They the EU pushed its agenda. They lied their way to where they are. When people voted for a referendum, they just they just like backed off and then shoved it as a unelected treaty. Uh, the Lisbon Treaty comes to mind. And um, and now if the UK doesn't break off in the way that they're going to want it to, they're going to be sanctioning Britain. That's the threat. They're going to do an economic blockade. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be really interesting going in, you know, going forward, especially once all of this election fraud gets revealed, because who was, who was in on it? You got Germany, you've got Italy and the Vatican now hot suspects. There's also something to do with Spain. So, you know, I'm trying, you know, and I sit there, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to like put all these pieces. Like, how does it? How does it all fit together? What's the simplest thing that ties it all together? Because like when you get a simple answer that ties everything together, you're like, what the heck? That, that, 
that totally explains it. And then you go and you try to like debunk that thing that you're trying to prove. And if you can't debunk it, uh, because there's like, it seems to be like a hole, you know, in the evidence that allows that to exist, then you're onto something. And right now, you know, you've got the Vatican going lights out. How does that make any sense unless we're not, unless this is a sting operation, right? Is there any other way that the Vatican would go black for two days? Uh, you're, 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 you're muted. Oh, sorry. Have you, have you ever been to Rome before? No. Okay. So I have. And like that, the it, it's just like lit up like a Christmas tree. So yeah. when some people saw that, they were like, well, there were still some street lights on. It wasn't completely dark. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> that place was dark um, because it is like, it's just like this beaming white light coming off of the, the city. It's beautiful at night. Um, but yeah, so I think that definitely, I, I, it's definitely a sting operation happened. Um which was that the night of the sixth? Was that what? What night? No. What was it? The eighth? No. Saturday, Sunday. What day are we today? We're Tuesday. We're I'm... Tuesday, January second. No, today's today's twelfth. Sorry, second. <laughs> this is what happens when there's just too much going on. Um, yeah, I think it was the night. It was it was Saturday night, wasn't it? Uh huh. Yeah, Saturday night. Um, and wait, something's coming to my mind right now. Okay. Yes. So I heard, I don't know if you heard this. It's a little bit biblical. Okay. But that kind of the six was kind of like when Jesus was on the cross kind of thing, you know, and there was three days of darkness, three days of like until he, three days later he rises, you know, mm -hmm. from the dead kind of thing. And that there was this prediction that Saturday would be the day that there was some, that something would come to light or there would be good news. And I feel like this is what the good news very much was, was the sting operation. Yep. The, it'll go down as the greatest operation ever performed. Yeah. Um, so can you, because I'm not fully versed on, I, I kind of heard a couple details, but how is Pakistan involved in all of this with them going dark? I don't know. I don't think they're involved in this election rigging. I think that they've got a communist problem because um, there's that one guy that was running Pakistan. who was like the leader. And then it was like, and then he was like suspending the constitution and the media was like, Oh, well, he's got to because Pakistan's been so destabilized. No, he's a criminal and he got removed. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I think that, and if you look at Yuri Bezmenov, you've probably heard his speech. No. Oh, you got to listen to Yuri Bezmenov. He's amazing. Yuri Bezmenov talks about the four stages of ideological subversion. Okay. And... If you look at his background, he was a KGB officer that was um, infiltrating and causing a revolution in Pakistan. And oh. so when the commies came in, they killed all of his friends who had befriended as a KGB F, you know, agent. 
and he didn't realize that because they're kept in the dark about what's really going on, he didn't know that when the revolution came that all the people that supported it were going to be lined up and shot. Oh. So he'd be he was like, fuck this. I was trying to do revolution. Now the revolution killed my friends in Pakistan, the Pakistanis. So then he escaped to India and he, you know, started smoking pot and looking like a barefoot hippie and then was able to escape to Canada and then came down to the United States and defected. Okay. Wow. All right. So. So Pakistan, I think, is just killing a bunch of or just arresting a bunch of commies. Okay. Gotcha. That's interesting. Did would they have had any kind of involvement in like some sort of um, cyber, um, cyber? I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they've. They, I've never heard of that. Okay. Pakistan. Yeah. Okay. So, what are your um, wonderful predictions? Since you're so good at predictions, um, what are your predictions for? Uh, the, the economy, the stock market and everything with all of this happening. So I think that the corporate debt is being loaded up on the Federal Reserve. So everyone's not, not everyone's, well, I think everyone's too transitively, but the corporate debt, which is now people actually pay more money to service corporate debt than they do to their stockholders. So it's a lot of money. All that's being piled onto the Fed by BlackRock Blackstone, one of the two is like the giant like hedge fund investment group, biggest in the world. So they're the ones managing it. They're loading it up. And I think that the Fed is going to be brought down. And mm-hmm. the fiat currency is going to be brought down with it. Mm-hmm. I think the whole system's going to go bankrupt. And then all the corporate debt that gets loaded onto the Federal Reserve is going to vanish with it. And then we're not, and that's going to be a debt jubilee. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so as far as the economy is concerned, um, we're in a debt-based fiat system. Mm-hmm. Uh, we owe a bunch of money to a globalist banking cartel, which made its original loan money out of nothing, mm-hmm. which all it did is cause inflation. And then if you pay that debt off, in which it doesn't actually go to a person that turns around and spends it, it, just deletes it out of the money supply. Well, then if you delete the money supply, if like one day you woke up and you had 100% of the money supply, and then the next day you woke up, you had 80% of the money supply, well, then everything's going to go through a deflationary cycle and boom, you get the Great Depression. Like the Great Depression was caused because it contracted the money supply by calling in, by, because JP Morgan called in the margins on the, the loans that they were giving to buy stock. And so everyone's like, oh, I got to like sell my stock to like pay back the banker because I told them that whenever he wanted it, I could do it. And then everyone did that. And then there was this Great Depression. Everyone's like, oh, I, I need the money. And then the banking cartel like starts doing repossessions and all that. So I think that um, going forward, I think that we're going to see a transition out of the fiat counterfeit monetary system we're going to go to a um sort of a cryptocurrency based uh like crypt like crypto backed by gold i hope is the thing that we're looking for okay and so you, the government won't be able to create or whatever with money they'll that's they'll they'll if they if they want more money they got to 
store more gold and then issue a certificate, a crypto certificate off that gold. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't know if it will work or not. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think we're going to be going through a, a massive transition, um, glo- like for the economy wise, like um, the, the, the monetary system obviously has to fall. It can't support itself. Uh, and with Trump taking over the Fed, he controls it now. Right. So. Um, OK, so yeah, not very many people know that the Fed was taken over by Trump. So thank you for pointing that out. Oh, <laughs> I thought people did. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was a big that. When did that happen too? like that was a big deal? April 2019. Yeah, no, 2020. Yeah, April 2020. OK, that yeah. When everything was kind of like all like, oh, like C-19 and, and yeah, that happened. Yeah. So, um, OK, so before we close out. Because um, I think this is important for everyone who's listening to hear, because we're about to go through a massive revelation. There's a lot of truth that's going to come out. There's a lot of things that are going to hit. And uh, a lot of people are going to find a hard time stomaching a lot of this. Um, and for me personally, I've seen, you know, I'm, I tend to be more in like the spiritual community, but also going into all this stuff because it's important. It's, we're, we're in a spiritual war as well, as much as an information war. Uh, and I'm starting to see certain big names uh, that pose as um, well-intentioned for the, I guess, the right side of history, you could call it, that... There are certain cards that are starting to be shown that just red flags start going up and you're like, I don't, this person doesn't feel good to me. Like there's something here. And what sort of information, I'm not asking you to divulge any information, but have you seen that similarly, like in your domain of what you, of um, like just sources that you see that people trust and knowing like, well, you're going to be, you're going to be disappointed soon. Disappointed in what way? That this person wasn't who they positioned themselves oh, yeah. to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't really, I mean, I've been hearing that a lot for the Q movement. They're all like, they're all keeping quiet right now because um, there's just a lot of hatred right now on both sides. You got Alex Jones, you got the military, you got the FBI, you've got the left wing mob. You know, we've got that. QAnon clown that went into the Capitol building who turned out to be special forces, believe it or not. That's the latest is that surprisingly he's part of special forces. So, um, no, I think we're all just sort of keeping our head down and we're not trying to convince everyone just because everyone's in a frenzy. We've been trying to convince people for a very long time. And now we all look like fools (laughs) because of this operation. So, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Everyone else isn't going everywhere. The military and the commies are going somewhere and it's Gitmo. And so when that starts happening, the, the, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, what's going on? And we're going to be there. We're going to be like, well, this, yeah, this is what's been happening. And we've been telling them this, right? Like I got my own family that's like leftist and I've been trying to tell them this and they now they think that I'm schizophrenic and need to go see professional help. So, you know, once the tanks roll in and they get all like upset, then maybe we, I can reevaluate my relationship to, to, you know, half of my family 
and um, and you know with a basis of fact that I can stand on this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you know I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, I think he's in the chat. And uh, we were just kind of talking about this yesterday. And I said, you know, it's kind of come to the point where I feel like we're at a timeline bifurcation where, um, yes. you know, it's it's like you're either on, you're on it or you're not. And if you're not on the timeline, that's going to um, let's just call it the promised land for lack of a better word <laughs> right now. Um, I was like, you know, you work so hard to like speak your truth put information out there, help whoever's, help whoever's willing to be helped, okay, who wants to know. And at this point, those who don't um, and are still willingly wanting to be in denial, that's a soul choice. And mm-hmm. that's, that's um, and I honor that because, you know, everyone, we, we, we all learn our lessons in our own ways and all that. But I just kind of looked at it as like, this ship has sailed. And if you, if you're not on it, you're going to pretty soon find out that you're going to want to be on it and you're going to have to swim through these shark infested waters to yes. get on it. <laughs> and it's going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. It's going to be miserable. And I think that's just kind of where we have to be. It's kind of, I kind of like just throw my hands up now and I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to focus on my own sanity, my own <laughs> future and what I would like for myself and let everything else fall into place as it should. So have you lost half your friends or three quarters of them? You know, I haven't really lost a lot of friends, so to speak. Um, I've actually made a ton, a ton of friends. What's who... your secret? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Being in this community and what, and I guess doing my work, I've just made a ton of really great friends who understand this. Or I've had actually a lot of friends who didn't see it this way, but then started to wake up the last March, the C-19 really started to wake a lot of people up. They started to question things. And so I've had people DM me and say, you know what? I'm starting to see what you were talking about. And so, but then of course there's some people who don't and, um, it's difficult. Uh, but I have to say, I think here's the secret, Zach, this is what Mm -hmm. I think the secret is. (laughs) If you truly honor yourself, your own belief system, your core values, and you live it day to day, and you don't hide that through your own expression in this world, that other people who resonate with that are eventually going to be magnetized into your field. And you're going to somehow have these beautiful meetups and encounters where you're destined to come together now because you're finally committing to your authentic self. So you're going to finally have people who resonate with that and support that show up. And that's what's kind of been happening over the last last four years because it was, I'm kind of going through a little bit of PTSD right now because we're coming up to the, the four year mark of the last, like the 26, 2017 inauguration. And that's when I went through a really difficult time where I put up a Facebook post that uh, was very neutral when it came to the dawn. Okay. Very, very neutral. I, cause I didn't actually support him or not support him. I was very neutral about him at that point. And I was just like, I don't understand why we're throwing so much hate at this person when he hasn't even done one thing yet. Like, shouldn't we just at least give him a chance? Because that was my perspective and it caused so much disruption amongst what was then my core group of friends and family. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone was just arguing with me that it, there, people were disowning me, defriending me. And I think 
like that really woke me up to how controlled people's minds are to differing opinions coming in and how locked into perception one can be to the point where they allow their relationships to become altered. Mm-hmm. And that was my red pill. That was a big red pill for me. And that's what kind of woke me up. So I didn't realize that it was that bad. But what's ha- the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I am now experiencing just in the last few days, because of everything that's happened and the way everything went down at the Capitol, like, it's just, it's thrown everyone's mind into further uh, aggression and fear and hatred and not even realizing what really happened down there, not really truly understanding the depth of deception that's happening. And people are like out of the woodworks, like reaching out to people that I know saying, oh, are you still friends? Is, is she still a Trump supporter? And, da, 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 da. and I'm just like, wow. What? Yeah, it's still out there. Yeah, I get the same thing. But um, it's crazy. Yeah. I think you just got to be honest with yourself and true to yourself and the rest will take care of itself. If you can't if you can't commit to yourself, then you can't expect anyone else to. So, yeah. Um, when they challenge you, do you lay low or do you like try to explain, try to convert them? No, no, no. I, I've done. I'm done converting. No, no, no. I don't. I don't even okay. waste my time. No, that's not my. That's not my job. Um, that's that's an that's an an, a, um, an energy vacuum <laughs> that I don't want to get stuck in because it's a black hole. It is as far as yeah. I'm concerned. So, um, and I, it's it doesn't bother me that other people have those views. Or it, what bothers me is that I get boxed into something that I'm not when just because yeah. I have a differing opinion, which I don't yeah. like. Yeah. But um, thank you, Sitterbug, for the super chat. He's saying, great interview. Nicole, Zach is a great one to interview. We love you. Keep it up. Thanks. Um, Zach, do you want to leave the um, audience with um, any kind of message of positivity or sincerity? Oh, yes. We-, <laughs> we are about to go through a communist purge. Communist purges are so fun. Okay. You're going to find out all the bad things these people are doing that are, you know, heads of state, politicians, influencers. It's the same story. Country after country after country. Bad people doing horrible things, but they're psychotic liars and they are so good at lying. You you just think, no, you know what? This person seems okay. I, I, you know, and um, and after this, we're all gonna we're gonna realize where where what's really going on. That there's some psychopaths are recruited. It takes a long time. They're you know they're corrupt. Um, and um, and after this, we're going to um, set in place new rules within the United States to prevent this from happening for a very long time. Because you can't stop it forever. Mm-mm. Evil finds a way to get back and typically with the society you go left 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 hard right left 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 that's how it goes it slowly goes up to leftism and totalitarianism and then quickly snaps back and goes back to um a decentralized freedom loving um state of being and we're about to hit that right now so um don't be afraid don't try to convince your friends at this point they're just going to think you're a insurrectionist terrorist QAnon freak just you know take the knowledge that you have relax your job is over 
as a citizen. Your job is over. You, you, you voted. You gave the cabal a really big number that they had to cheat to get over. And the military's caught them all. Um, and, uh, and, and now it's up to the military and the president to do what's right. And uh, for us just to sit back and watch with a knowing about this purge that's about to come on. And if you don't know what a communist purge looks like, go to Wikipedia. I know it's com- it's disgusting commie filth. Go there anyways. Read about the 1967 Greece communist purge. That's going to tell you very, very well what's, what's, go- what's in store for America very soon. Excellent. I love that. Everyone go over there and look, uh, look it up. I know I'm going to. Uh, Zach, thanks so, so much for giving us your time and coming back on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're, so you're on Gab and you're on Twitter and you've got a YouTube channel. Twitter.com so. slash Perpetual Maniac. Same thing, Perpetual Maniac on Gab. Um, and uh, I won't be posting to Twitter until after the inauguration or things stabilize. Yeah. So, and if you want to see all the leaks, you can do so by visiting my website, zachvorhees.com. Uh, you can go there directly or search for it in DuckDuckGo, but don't use Google because they have censored me. <laughs> you can see all the leaks. You can see what, how Google censors. Um, it's interesting stuff. And I put up there so that we can know how never to let it ever happen again. Perfect. Well, thank you. And thank you, Wild Mood Swings, for the super chat. Love you. Thank you so much. Guys, thanks so much for being here. And Zach, thanks again. Guys, we'll see you next week. Just stay stay calm, stay in your peace, and we'll get through this together. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening and being such a supportive audience. All video episodes can now be found on my personal YouTube channel, Nicole Frolic. If you would like to further support the show, you can visit my merchandise shop or send any donations to the PayPal link in the description below. Remember, a mind is like a parachute. Unless it's open, it's useless. So keep joining me each week as I continue to expand the mind and explore life beyond this reality.